0: come back to the nullify take where we have the TNT takes for you on Survivor South Africa, Return of the Outcasts. It's been a busy week of Survivor South African content uh, that has been dropped on all of us South African fans and also those international fans that follow Survivor South Africa. Uh, I've got two brand new co-hosts here with me for the very first time. We will be recapping a season together. It's all smiles now, but let's see how it goes <laughs> midway through this draft. Um, one of the things I want to do a little bit differently this season compared to some of the other seasons is because we've got some local representation uh, I want to welcome everybody also for this podcast in the future in our own native language South Africa's got 11 official languages maybe soon to be 12 uh, I had this conversation with Zoe in the week so all three of us speak three different South African languages so I'm just going to start it off and uh, I'm going to welcome everybody and tell everybody what my name is I guess Valko Amul Chris Zoe. Hi, so I'm going to come along Richard. <laughs> there we go. So Zoe and Richard is my two co-hosts. I'm so excited as those people know that have been a part of this podcast for a long time. I am a South African, but I'm an expat. I've lived out of South Africa for 15 years. So I've got two people that live in South Africa. That's going to be my eyes and ears on the ground. Um, and I'm very excited to have Zoe, you on the podcast for the very first time. You also have the hangout room here on YouTube. You do a bit of local reality TV content. Uh, I'm really interested to know, you know, what type of players do you normally like in your reality TV and also in Survivor? What can we expect from you in this draft? I am a
1: huge fan of very strategic players that do not like peace. I like chaos. Um, I like people that bring in the entertainment and understand that it's just a game. I will break your heart, I will hurt you, but I will apologize later. Just keep (laughs) it game wise, keep it fun, so please. Chaos,
0: strategy, blending together, that's all I love. Zoe, I mean, Richard, what do what you sort of normally like in your players that play survival or any reality TV in general?
2: Yeah, I'm big on the strategic players, but one thing I've realized um, in my experience of playing orgs is you can't really have a strategic game if you don't really have a social game. So I'll just go along with people that I feel like are social strategic
0: Yeah, well, uh, I feel like we're all going to be looking at very different uh, people that we probably want to choose this season because I told Zoe and both you, Richard, that I feel like more pressure coming into this podcast because I'm probably, similar to you, Richard, the biggest Survivor fan. You know, I've watched so many seasons. When I do the challenge uh, drafts, normally I can be a little bit more loosey-goosey with it because I'm like a new school challenge fan and I've got two very experienced challenge people there that can keep me in track. But now I kind of feel like I have to be the responsible one. So I don't know how it's going to go this specific podcast. Yeah. Zuderman is in the live here and saying that he is awake after three. Zudeman thank you so much. Um, I've been chatting a lot of Big Brother. He's a new Survivor South Africa fan, um, actually. So it's going to be cool to have you watch along this season. And we will be doing this at different times in the future. We're very aware that most people are probably going to see a recording for this. Uh, so stay tuned over the next coming weeks. Uh, we're going to try and find a time zone that hopefully works really well for South Africans and also Americans. Sorry for those of you that are in Australia. Um, You might have to watch it a little bit later on, but we want to try and tailor as much as we can for those two audiences. I think it'll be the best overlap. But without further ado, how this draft is going to work for those that are new to the channel and that have never seen any of these drafts before is we're going to have a wheel. This wheel is going to be spun and whoever actually gets their name selected is going to have the honor of choosing first in this draft. But there is one key thing. They're also going to have a sabotage on them because we've got uneven numbers this season, which means that there's going to be two teams that will have, I believe, seven people and then one team that will have six. So I've got my numbers right. (laughs) Math was never my strong suit. Okay, so let's go for (laughs) it. We're going to spin this wheel and then whoever wins this, you choose the order and you also get to choose male or female first. Here we go. Good luck, everyone. Here we go. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Oh, we will have all the responsibility. Oh I've got the I'm on my very own show. Can we Thank again? Jesus. <laughs> all right. Um geez. Okay. I did not, I honestly did not think I was gonna go first, but probably yeah, it's yeah. not a bad thing for me to go first. I've got the experience, I guess, of doing a few of these drafts. Um, we're gonna be very different this season I think it's important that we explain this right from the start to everybody uh, last season when I did the survivors of African draft for those that followed my recaps last season it was all about outright winners so whoever won the season that person won and who Riley who was my co-host that season he had Nicole and nobody would have thought Nicole would win so um, this season I thought, well, instead of it being a straightforward, just this person is winning, we're going to have a point system in place. So it's going to kind of be like a fantasy draft. If you've ever played Super Brew for Rugby or fantasy football or anything like that, it's going to be a little bit more similar to that. So there's going to have to be a little bit additional thinking for us in regards to who we're choosing and how the point system is going to work. I'll run people through it very quickly. Um, I'll probably share it on some of my socials as well. So people will be able to follow along. And hopefully this is fun, even for the survivor players that check out our content in the future. And they're like, I wonder how much points i'm going to end up on at the end of the season so we're going to have one point for confessionals three points for team immunity wins five points for individual immunity wins five points for making the merge two points for successful advantage plays minus 0.5 point for votes casted against you so richard having those low-key players that people don't know about might come in handy um final three will give you 10 points And then an outright win will give you 50 points. And then we're going to have overall season uh, bonus points. So the season bonus points at the end of the season will be an extra 25 points at the end of the season, so people that might have been voted out sixth or seventh, they could still qualify for this if they were the biggest character of the season. Think like a Santoni last season, who was a massive character. She may have yeah. had the most confessionals, but nobody, and if she was in my team. I didn't get any bonus points for that. So Santoni, if she if she was in this season, may have had the most confessionals. So that would be twenty five points at the end of the season. Most yeah. individual immunity wins will give you twenty five points. Most advantages found will give you twenty five points and least votes casted against them for the season will also give you 25 points. So uh, there's a lot to play for here, and we're going to have to go uh, male or female first. And to be honest with you guys, I am going to do something very predictable, which is very unpredictable for me to do in draft picks, but I'm going to go with females first this season. Um, And the person that I'm going to choose first is also going to be someone... That I've always said, I've always thought to myself, like if this person was ever to come back and play a season such as an All Star season, they're going to be the best place to win this season, and I have not changed my mind on that. I am taking Miss Merrill off the board. She is my first pick for the season. (laughs)
1: Um, I think
0: Merrill is a great player. Uh, She was she was unlucky to be. aligned with dante sorry dante you you definitely did not help her that season because you were such a vocal yeah. player i love dante as a character on the show but yeah. she got a lot of the heat because of him she was seen as the more strategic person she was good socially she uh, almost had i think she turned a lot of people almost away from that rob bentelli alliance which was not an easy thing to do because rob was just such a big player that season uh, but- and also she can find idols so she could go out there again and find idols and i also think she has been socializing in the survivor circles like no one else so I feel like she's coming in with a lot of allies she's very under the radar Richard you had a big reaction to this what's your reaction now that Meryl is off the board yes
2: I really really wanted to pick her because like you said I feel like she has a good balance of good social game good strategic game Um, I don't think she's won Uh, she won challenges in her first season so I really was looking forward to pick her as the top female pick but you got to got her first so
0: props to you yeah alex first time in the live stream welcome to the live stream so good to have you zoe any thoughts on uh meryl no i'm glad you picked her because i thought
1: you're gonna go for somebody else so you took her off so i'm like yes okay my number one goal
0: is still there so thank you <laughs> i think i know you're gonna go for um, yeah, no. look <laughs> I-
1: me first i'm anxious
0: <laughs> well 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 the thing is I, I do need to pick the order and I haven't actually picked the order and Zoe, I will be kind to you in your very first um stream here with us on the fantasy. You could go second. So who's your first female pick?
1: Oh Jesus, now I'm freezing. I am definitely picking Steffi. Um right. rooting for Steffi all the way. There is no hesitation about it. I <laughs> don't want to pretend like and she's not my number one so I want to be able to support her full force by having her right next to me because she is my number one goal. so Steffi let's go I'm hoping that her and Marilyn are in good terms um she's not coming in as with major alliance I think she might be coming in with less friends because of the amigos she might have it off a lot of people, but it's a new season, new game. They need strength in the beginning, so I don't see them voting her out. Um, early on, they need to win, and she can help them bring that win. So I have all faith in Steffi.
0: Yeah, Richard, what do you think before I give my comments on Steffi? Yeah,
2: um, I wasn't going to be picking Steffi because uh, in, in, in her intro video, she did mention that this time she's going to be um, – Focusing on social game more than her um challenge game because she said she I don't know tore her ACL A B C XYZ and I'm like, speak English because I didn't know what she was talking about. <laughs> so um Tevin yeah.
0: does, Tevin knows. Yeah, he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I listen, I'm the biggest Steffi fan. Like, I mean I think for me, like Steffi, you know, last, last season I fanboyed over Inesu. This season I'm going to fanboy over Steffi because I absolutely love her. I've had the um, opportunity to interview her before as well, which was one of my most fun interviews I've ever had. She knows what she did right. And she knows what she did wrong based on the interview that I had with her back in the day. Um, She's coming in as a different person this season, but can a leopard change their spots? You know, like if she's out there and people piss her off, will she be able to keep her cool? So I love her. I don't know if I would have picked her in the first round. I would have been happy if she came to me in the second round. I think she she would be better placed there. The reason for that is I think Steffi um, is one of two players that are coming in with the biggest target on their yeah. back from previous yeah. seasons because she was part of a very successful alliance in that Robentelli alliance. She actually knew to go against Robentelli, but I really hope that Merrill and Steffi and Dante can find a way to work together. Um, they're going to have to keep their numbers strong. So, um, yeah, overall, could get I'm you a hopeful. lot of confessional points, could get you some immunity wins, potentially. Um, I like her. She's a fighter. Richard, who do you have as your first female pick? Um, this might be a bit obvious to some that know me. I know uh, it is. Yes, i know. it with uh, Tony Tebbott. There we go. Tell us Tell us why. I know you're big friends with Tony. Um, so <laughs> is this just a, a hard overhead, or is this a head as well as a hard decision for you?
2: Oh no! I think Tony coming into this season is one of the most connected players because she's participated in um, live reality games, online reality games, and has participated in some charity events. I think coming into the season, she's probably the most the most connected. And also, um, you know, we know Tony Temba. We're probably going to get uh, a lot of confessionals. confessionals. Of Yep, so uh, gonna be happy getting points on that. And and she won one individual immunity in a previous season, which was the merge challenge, I believe. So gonna, I think I'm gonna get points in on that aspect as well. So fingers crossed, uh, she actually wins the whole thing.
0: Yeah, obviously Tony is a, a big friend of the podcast. She's been in, on on the podcast multiple times. Uh Love love Tony. So I hope she does well this this season. Obviously how. Is her temper gonna be while she's out there? She's saying she's changed, she's gonna be calm. Similar to Steffi, could go either way. I mean, we've got her and Steffi in the same tribe, we've got other people that are very um, confrontational and headstrong in that tribe. So the the pre-merger tribe is gonna be an enigma to see how they actually react and interact with each other. And I oh can't wait God. for the 18th of July. To see yeah. how that plays out in our screen, so um, I'm surprised that you picked her this high based on the type of player that you would normally like, but I understand the pick, especially yeah. since you are really close to her as well, and you'll know her better than than both of us in any case. So, um, mm-hmm. Zoe, any thoughts on Tony?
1: No, I'm um, I'm surprised you picked her first. I thought you're gonna go for somebody else. Uh, she's still there, so hopefully you forgot about her because i know you want as much as i do i'm not gonna say the name just don't get an ideas. but <laughs> yeah i knew you'd not go after tony i just thought she'd be your second pick but other than that i love tony and i hope that her and Steffi find a way to work together
0: mm. Jody's saying that he thinks that Steffi is pre-merged, so um, hopefully for you, <laughs> Zoe, that's not true. Um, the longer Steffi is in the, the game, the more fun it will be. Um, Zurioman also says, I hope Meryl wins. She's definitely in my top 10 of every Survivor player between years in South Africa. It's a bit of a hot take. She is definitely a good player um, that didn't get her way in that season. And this kind of season is made for someone that is a little bit more of like, I feel like a mid-tier player in their legacy coming into the season. I feel like that's exactly the pocket you want to sit in coming into a returnee season and richard you also now have the first male pick so who's going to be the first male pick as we go back up this snake draft
2: my first male pick is going to be a shocker but i feel like the real one is no um so i'm going to be going with uh tejon
0: pile oh oh tejon pick here to mix and spice things up very early on and uh, again someone you know really well someone that you've told me off camera that you know is very well connected plays a lot of orgs uh what is it that you like about him because clearly physically he's a specimen yeah
2: and especially for someone his age i mean i've played with him in an online reality game once and he's much fitter than me you know and he's like Mm. uh, i'm like um he's like twice my age so Mm. yeah he's someone that's that's pretty active in the community like i said he's participating in some charity events he's played in some um online reality games and a lot of people don't really know um what his game style is because people don't i I don't think people have watched his season so i think he's coming into this game where people don't really understand how he played or how he went wrong what his strength or what his weaknesses and like i said like you said he's a he's quite looks like quite a physical specimen and from what i know he's quite uh, strategic and socially likable as well, so I do think um, he's going to be my dark horse winner pick for for the season.
0: Zoe, thoughts on Tijan? Um, I, I don't. Am I pronouncing that right? By the way, if any of the survivors of African players are listening to this, I'm going to butcher your names. I'm bad with it. I don't know what it is. I've always been bad with it. Please don't take offence to it. Um, so Tijan, do you know much about him coming into the season? It's a player that I don't know much about myself. I've gotten most of my information through Richard
1: yeah i also didn't watch his season unfortunately and i felt bad for that however i'm just thinking he is the oldest guy in the tribe um if i was in his tribe i would target him first um without how big and specimen he is i was still trying to use his age against him because the other people just seem to be way younger and way physically stronger but we'll see i'm interested to see how he plays uh, and how he blends in with everybody so yeah
0: We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, so Jody is saying it's Tajin. Is that correct? Tajin. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll try and remember that. And I'll, I'll do my best. I promise. I'm not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I just, I have a problem. I've always had a problem with names and I always mispronounce it. Um, okay. So the next male pick is going to be yours, Zoe. Who are you going to have as your first male pick for the season? Oh, Who's bringing it God. home? This is
1: tough. This is so tough because all of these people are crazy and I want them all on my charts, and they are so high risk and I know I'm reckless and I don't care. I'm going to go with heart more than anything else and I am going to pick the most
0: uh, high risk person. (laughs) I I know who you're going. I think I know who you're going. Are you going for Mr. PK? I think no. no! Okay, who, no. who are you going? Who, are you going for the I'm biggest with target? Shane.
1: of the Shane! I want Shane on my team! <laughs> right. Oh,
0: right. hi. I he
1: love this. Is an, he is an idol finder. He's going to be looking for idols. He's going to find them. they going to send alarms around camp. He does not like peace. He's all about chaos strategy. I, alpha male, like everything you do not want in one person, that's all he is. And I'm ready. I wanna have fun with him. I wanna piss people off. I wanna have fun. And Shane is going to stir the pot for me. So let's go, Shane. Stir the pot. oh oh, wow
0: (laughs) i'm I'm loving i'm loving the fact that you are really me the way i do my picks in um the challenge because you're (laughs) like i'm gonna go balls to the wall. i'm gonna i'm gonna choose the two biggest targets from this of all i would i would argue there's another bigger target that isn't it hasn't been chosen chosen as of yet but still i fully appreciate you choosing him because i love the video but that he gave us that snippet where he's like you know this time i'm going to be coming in i'm going to be loving i'm going to be caring i'm going to definitely yeah, be the most geez. straightforward and then he turns it around no i'm going to cut deals again chicks are going to bounce again he's going to be shane <laughs> 2.0, and he's going to give us all the entertainment so for the for the time that he's on our screens i think I he's going I to be get you some fun. points but i i yeah. very very much i'm worried for him like i think he's coming in with a very very big target on his head And I don't know how he gets to the end. He's also one of the older men in that tribe. So physically, is he going to be able to pull his weight? Richard, how do you feel about this pick?
2: Yeah, I have the same worry as well, because I think in terms of challenge contribution, um, given his age, he might not be, you know, um, he he could be targeted. It's almost like you're hitting two birds with one stone. He's one of the best villains, uh, first villains in South African Survivor. Big strategic player, but not really, um, you know, as fit as he would be he in his first season. Yeah.
1: Hopefully that can work for him. You know, if he's not competing, people would think, oh, I can beat you at the end. You're older, you a bit slower. So I'm hoping he can turn up that when he needs to be and turn it down when it needs to be. He's good with words and I feel like he can sell water to a fish. So uh, <laughs> I have faith in him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Zuduman here has um, said that after my conversation, because we had a, a DM earlier in the week, he said that he loves Marianne, uh, Tajin, and Shane because of their reputations as being some of the first South African villains, stealing idols. He said, I'm excited about that. So obviously stealing idols is not allowed anymore in the game, but there was a, a very dark period in Survivor where you could do that. And um yeah yeah the person one of the people who did that has not been chosen as of yet um at this point but maybe chosen in the next two rounds because i've got the next two picks coming up first pick for me uh, is going to be guys and to be honest with you i'm going to change the momentum of what we're doing here because we've only been going for pre-mergers i'm going to go for a post-merger i do think that we could have a post-merger win this season actually uh i don't want yeah. to curse on anyone Who's going to get the winner curse for the season? I'm not necessarily saying that this person is my winner pick because I don't necessarily want to curse them. So yeah. uh, the way that I'm choosing my, my my team here is, yeah, I think, and, and I don't actually want to curse anyone. So I, I don't know if I should do a winner pick at all, but I'm choosing based <laughs> on the points and I'm choosing based on who I think can go to the end because I like all of these people coming back. But Dino is off the board. I have to take him. Dino is a good <gasps> friend of mine. Um, you know, I think that he has got a bigger game in him than what we as fans even appreciate. He's a super fan of this game. He played it once. He came in with so much expectations. He fell short. Um, He gets the second opportunity. I think he knows where he went wrong. He's now going back with people that have played this game before. So the fact that he's a super fan doesn't matter because you've got people there that have made it much deeper than you in the game that you can say, well, I'm just a fan. These guys have actually made it to the end. These guys have actually got a proven track record. Why should you focus on me? And I think that people are going to underestimate him to a certain degree and he is connected like no one else's business yes he only just played the season but he knows a lot of other people that are in this cast so there's some hidden alliances that could happen between him and tony and tajan and some of the people that he hangs out outside of the game with and he's got tereso and pinty in his tribe who i firmly believe the immunity island uh, cast is gonna have an alliance. I, I just I'm convinced of it. There's two players in the pre-merge that I think have got a good shot at doing extremely well. He's one of those two. So I'm gonna take him off the board. Uh, Richard, you had a big reaction to me taking him. What do you think of this pick?
2: Yes, uh, I wanted to pick him because um, he's I mean he I think he I think he's one of the most um, sort of like well balanced players because he has uh, good social awareness and sort of like good social game. I mean it didn't come across the first time he played due to um, other, other reasons, but he's a pretty strategic guy too, coming in with a lower threat level. So I do see him going very far in the game and potentially winning the season. Like, Who wouldn't be happy seeing Antina winning the whole season?
0: He wants to do it for the fans. So for Survivors of Africa, the fans don't normally win. It's normally the non-fans that come in, get rid of the fans early on. And then someone like a Rob who wasn't a big fan, watched one or two yeah. seasons, he wins the season, you know, or Nicole, I think, was a very casual fan, she wins the yeah. season, you know. So uh I want to see that sort of that turnaround. And also Dino at puzzles, let, let's not forget, like he was an absolute beast at puzzles. So, you know, he could he could pull out some wins man yeah. alone for his team against a very stacked Pre-merge tribe. Zoe, any thoughts on Dino? You said you were relieved when I took him.
1: Yeah, because I wanted you to take him because I knew you're gonna pick him, and there's one person that thought he might be your second, and he's still there. So I'm like, who relief. I'm happy that you did what I wanted you to do, and then take Dino and leave the other player for myself.
0: Yay. Yeah, Dino. If you're listening to your this, head. <laughs> you have to. Give me all the confessionals this season. I want all the confessional points, please. Um, okay, so this next person that I'm going to pick is someone that can find idols, is someone, that, uh, is someone that's coming in with a massive big story as well. I don't know how they're going to do this season. It might not be who you think it is. Like, I really want it to go that way as well. But I'm going to go for Marion after watching... After watching her um, preseason content, where she spoke about the journey that she's gone through, like I emotionally, it, it just hit me. It hit me differently um, that something like Survivor is the thing that kept her going in her darkest yeah. days. It kept her moving. Uh, she loves this game. You know, she was she was vilified by the public at a time when she played a very villainous game because the public wasn't ready for that type of game when mm-hmm. she played it. And I thought she had good reads. I personally think that um, she is not going to be targeted before uh, Shane this season. I think that Shane is going to get hit before her. And I think that he could be a shield even for her to a certain degree. And if she gets to the end, who's got a better story to win? Who, like, the problem is people might want to take her out because of that story. Because, yeah. to be honest, in Survivor, you don't want that person to sit at the end. But I also want yeah, people yeah. that I want to shout for this season. I want people that I'm like, Marianne, I got your back. You need to win this thing. She's great at confessionals. She can find idols. She's older. She's wiser. Give me Marianne. And I know, Zoe, that one That one must have hurt. It, <laughs>
1: it did. It did. It hits right here. Because I was gunning after her so badly. And I was like, oh my God. She's my favorite star player, female so far of all times. I love everything she does. And she has this personality that when she's on the screen, it doesn't feel like she's talking to the camera or the producers. It feels like mm. she's having a conversation with me at home. She brings me in as a viewer and I love everything about her. And the way that she went out, it was legendary way of going out. She got a round of applause when she went out. She went out fighting. She is a fighter. She's everything that i love and appreciate it a female survivor and i'm hoping that her and steffi find a way to work together because hi steffi i love them. so um saggy took her but i still got somebody else so
0: yeah it was a tough it was a tough decision i i think you probably will pick who richard thought i was going to pick and if i didn't see the preseason content i think i might have swayed that way slightly uh but i'm very happy with this pick uh like i really want to have a team that i want to shout for not that i'm not shouting for people who's not in my team (laughs) but i'm happy to see what marion can do this season richard you are a little bit more in tune with the survivor community i've seen marion hang out with the likes of dino the likes of shane the likes of a lot of different people tony and that that are from this season do you think She's got a story here, and do you think that she goes deep this season? Do you like this pick, or do you think I maybe picked her a little bit too high because you thought I was going to go in a different direction?
2: Yeah, you have a pretty uh, strong team, and looking at uh, Marion, I think it actually does help that um, she's casted this season and on the same tribe with um, Shane because, like it or not, um, Shane will be sort of like a mid-shield for her. Um, given how things went the, the the last season. So, you know, if they want to separate that duo, Shane is more likely to go first, then that'll actually activate the survival mode in Marianne. Because obviously, if yeah, you yeah, betray yeah. her, you're going to see her scary sides, which we're all excited to see. Hopefully we do
0: see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah She does not suffer falls as well. There's big personalities in that uh, post-merge tribe. Uh, we're going to go back to you, Zoe, for this next pick. Who's your second female pick on the draft? And will it be the queen?
1: Of course it is. <laughs> let's, go, is let's go, Felisa. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> hesitating on you again. Uh-uh. I thought um, Rick Chan was going to pick Marion first. So when, she went, when you went Tony, you of me off guard. I thought you were going to go with her first. I was waiting for you to take her because I thought you wanted her that badly. Yeah. But uh, Felisa is my girl. Very strategic player. rizzle-minded. very calm. And I like it about her because Steffi is a bit of opinionated, so I need to balance out my team a little bit here. So, by Lisa, please, you're the fan favorite. I love you, and I want her to go as far as she can. I'm not that glued up with some of the community, so I'm not sure how many friends she has outside. I'm not even focusing on that. I just want her on my team because I will be rooting and screaming for her either way. So she
0: might be on my channel so I can do it freely. Richard, thoughts on uh, Pelesa, the queen, being picked here in the second spot? I actually thought she was going to go first round as well, to be honest.
2: <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pelesa's quite uh, a savvy player. I mean, she's one to think outside the box, which is something I always appreciate in, in players because it makes um, watching the game uh, more fun yeah. and it's more easy to read to for the person. And she's South Africa's idol queen, so, you know, got to give her props to that, so... Um, it's a good pick.
0: (laughs) Jody here is saying that uh, Palessa is the number one threat on that tribe. I'm worried for her. Um, And I wonder if that perception of her being that big of a threat, if that's more of like a superfan perception than what it is actually the player's perception. Because I feel like Player-wise, I've got a feeling is going to come in there and people are going to underestimate her. I, I just yeah. have this feeling where we know what she's capable of. We know she can find idols. We know um, that she, one of the things that if I was her and I was going out in that game, what I would be selling is that, hey, I am loyal to the end because she went down with the ship with her alliance that season. And yeah. she never betrayed anyone. She showed a very loyal side. She even casted her vote for the person she believed played the best game, even though they were butting heads that whole season. So yeah. if I'm a person playing this game, I want a person in the merge game that's going to be on the jury that if I vote them out, they will give me credit. They'll be like, You played a good game. I'll vote for you, even if me and you were butting heads. And she's proven that she will do that. So for me, I feel like she has to be one of the bigger locks to make it deep in the game. But then the problem is every week is going to hurt this season when we lose some of these people. Because like Zuderman said, that everybody is amazing this season and Alex is happy as well. Um, We're all just raving about everyone so far. So um, it's an interesting way this cast is going so far. But we're back to you, Richard, with your second female pick. Uh, Let us know where are you going? Are you going back to post-merge? Are we finishing that off? Or I think we've already finished off all of the ladies for the post-merge. So you have to go pre-merge, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be jumping for one of my favorite players from Season 8, um, which is Toriso. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, uh, I think a lot of super fans were happy seeing her, especially um, in the pre-merge, in, in the pre-game stage of the game, because she's a really fresh, different player that we haven't you know, seen what you see is not what you really get. And I feel like there's been other stuff that motivated her not really doing well uh, when, she, when she when she played the season. But we saw in her um, cast introduction that she said that this time she's going to try to fake it until she makes it, you know, in terms of creating social bonds and telling people that they're the most amazing person in the world. So I think she knows <laughs> where she actually went wrong. And if she can fix that, I really do her uh, see. I really do see her being a dangerous player, especially because of the survival knowledge she has. So if she can tap into that social game, a strategic game is going to be awesome to Arch.
0: Zoe, what do you think of Teresa here being picked as the very first female pick? It's a high honor to be the first female pick off that uh, pre-merged tribe.
1: Uh, I like Teresa so, and I do agree with her when I saw the video on where she went wrong and this time around she understands that people remember how you make them feel and she's going to be the mother of the tribe. We have seen that work very well for, sea, for people like sea Bay, so I'm thinking she can tap into that and be the mother hen and be the source of uh, information harbor and hopefully that
0: will work on her. I hope so. I, the only worry I have for Teresa is that she comes across as a bit of an introvert to me. The, the yeah. nicest, the nicest um, lady that you will ever talk to. Like, I mean, I've spoken to her a few times. I had an interview yeah. with her. So nice. So nice. I'm very worried that if things don't go away, she insulates herself. If she gets onto the wrong tribe swap or something like that, but that's kind yeah. of the only scenario I see her doing bad because I do think that her and Dino will work together. I do think she will work with Pinty as well. Who's part of that immunity Island, Um, sort of trio in that tribe. And I think that Dino will be smart enough to know I need my numbers early on and he's going to keep them together and galvanize. So she's not going to feel ostracized like she did in her season. And I think that's going to make her open up a little bit more. And also one of the things in that season is she was a super fan, but she was trying to hide it from everyone. So therefore different people didn't know about it. Like I I spoke to Renit at the end of the season where he said he loved Teresa. Him and Teresa would have like morning chats, but he felt like he couldn't trust her because she was hiding that from him. And he was hiding it from her as well, that he was a super fan. And he's like, if we just both knew we were super fans, we would have run that season. We would have worked together. So I do feel high on, I think she's very likable. Um, the only fear I have, physically, she'll be protected in that tribe as long as she's with Dino and Pinty. But if there's a swap and she lands on the wrong tribe and she, she isolates herself from people, then she could be in trouble. So how adaptable is she going to be? But overall, um, very happy for you to pick her in this spot. Uh, I think there is a few potential female picks still up for grabs at this stage. So I'm not going to complain too much. Richard, yeah. who is going to be your second guy pick?
2: Ooh, this is tough because I'm actually um, caught between a rock and a hard place. Between go
0: for you the two. hard place. <laughs> Zoe will always, Zoe will always say, just put it all, put it all on on red. Go to the casino and just go yeah. for it. Yeah, put your life savings on it.
2: <laughs> you know what? Let me, let, let me take a gamble and go for um, the first boot of Survivor season six Philippines.
1: Ooh, um, Ooh you, Seamus.
2: Yeah, because I was I mean,
1: hoping nobody picks him because I really sit with the undercover wanted him. Oh, yeah, God. because I
2: think there's so much going for him. I mean, he does seem somewhat fit, so um, we could get um, some challenge wins from him. And mm-hmm. I feel like he fell short last time by literally just one vote because he had some sort of good control over the, the game. He had some villainous side to him, as we saw. And, you know, people like Sinead didn't really like that. And then they tried to, to make a move against him. He literally went home against uh, by one vote, trying to get rid of the person who eventually actually wins the season. So I think, Dude. yeah, coming into this season, he has quite a low threat level because he was the first boot and he's done some introspection um, given how things went. And he's Have you ever met him? Sort of, have you, have um, you ever met not him? Really. No, no, not really. All right. Yeah, but um, from what I've gotten from um, him and what other podcasters say, I really do think that um, he's coming into the season with a different changed mindset because him being first boot the first time he played really um, hit him hard. So I'm really hoping that he does well this time. And big ups to Seamus.
0: All right, Zoe, uh, what did you like about Seamus? Uh, it sounded like you also wanted him. For me, it's a shock pick this early. I thought he would fall a lot lower personally. So uh, I, I'm shocked. I feel like I'm like the more sensible person so far in this draft pick, but I'm loving it. Zoe, what did you like about Seamus?
1: No, um, Sheamus is young and he's in good shape. So whichever tribe is in, they'll definitely want to keep him around as long as they can to help them win uh, advantages and keep their numbers strong. He's very strategic. We saw that on day one, and he has a good sense of the game. It was just unfortunate that um, he was voted at first. He wasn't supposed to. Tom was supposed to go, and he because of him leaving, we have one of the. Hated person to ever win Survivor, winning Survivor, who was not even supposed to be in Survivor if people just un- listen to Seamus. So I want to give him a second chance and I don't want him to go out in the game early. I'm actually rooting for him on the emotional level because I really feel like it would be a hard hit to take to get voted off first against Tom and then come back again and get voted out again or not even make it to merge. Yeah.
0: I don't want that for him. So in a heart level, I'm supporting him. Yeah. So for me, I, I love what Seamus gave us in that one episode. Like he was all Mm. over the place. I was like, he's going to play the biggest cutthroat strategic game that Survivor South Africa has ever seen. Uh, So I do think he's a showman. I do think he's a bit more mature. He's only like 29 now. So that tells me that he was like in his early twenties when he played the first time. So a lot of life experience has happened in the meantime. Uh, he's probably, kind of come into this season as a bit of an unknown factor. They're going to need strength early on. So I feel like him and Felix potentially will be both very beneficial from a from a physicality standpoint yeah. in their tribe. So I, I do like that pick. I still think it's such a big gamble to choose someone that left first in the first season because it's such an appetizing option to create our own Francesqua for... This season, and to vote him out twice first, like it happened in the U.S., it could happen. I don't want it to happen to him. I yeah. want to see what he can do if he can survive. Plus, let's not forget, Palesa is also in this season. What will happen if her Palesa and him get teamed up somewhere, or there's a tribe swap? Because I don't think these tribes are what we're gonna have the whole season. I think two, three episodes, and there's a tribe swap. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued. I still feel like there's a couple of. Heavy hitters left though. So yeah. uh, let's see how yeah. it goes. Zoe, who's your next guy pick?
1: Uh, my next guy pick is going to be
0: Tevin. Ooh. Damn, that's the um, one that but... I do not want you to pick. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do me like the Zoe?
1: <laughs> you did it to me when you took Marion. Oh. Okay, you did it to me. Payback. Oh. Let's go, Timon. Timon and I have unfinished business. I was rooting for him on this season. Um, thanks to PK, he ended up going home way too early I want him to come back with revenge I want vengeance and I want him to stay and make it to the merge I got your back, whatever move you make, good, dumb I don't care, I am writing for whatever plans and ideas and Calvin have As long as I include
0: screwing over PK Let's go won't won't happen by the way apparently tevin and pika are very good friends in real life so i don't think it'll happen unless he's like i'll get you one back because you got me last time which i'd be here from an entertainment uh, standpoint richard uh why did you not pick tevin because that that's what shocked me to the core i was like surely you know i've taken dino off the board tevin is probably the best player um I, i would actually rate tevin higher than Dino based on what we saw in his first season. But I also think he's coming in with the biggest target on his head in that trial. Um, So is that why you didn't pick him? Is because of the threat level?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I think, you know, it's very unfortunate how he went out. Um, One could even go to a conclusion to say that he really played an almost very, maybe potentially flawless game. And he wasn't voted out because he made a mistake. He was voted out because, obviously, um, he was... Uh, too controlling, and PK didn't like it. I mean, he only has one shot to. Oh, well, I mean, now he has two shots. Um, PK thought he only had one shot to play this game, and he didn't want it to be, you know, uh, someone's, you know, second in command the whole time. So, I think if people are, are wise, they try to chop him out very early. But we'll see.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm just, I'm just shocked. That it's, yeah. it's, you've, taken, you've taken my next, you've taken my next move from me, Zoe. Um, because I do really, really rate Tevin. I think he's one of the best players to ever play Survivor South Africa. He was unfortunate. I mean, no one, I don't care who you were. You yeah. would not have been able to predict the unpredictability of PK yeah. in that season, just turning your back against the person that was loyal with you that wanted to ride or die with you until the end of that season and just taking them out in such a ruthless way when there was no reason for him to take Tevin out. That was like one of the flaws for me and PK's game. Um, And it's why it's even now, like I love PK. um, You know, I've chatted to him. He's a great friend on the podcast as well. I can't even pick him in the next spot because I just don't know what he's going to do. I want to pick him, but I can't pick him because I have to be sensible here. Uh, I feel like PK will go in there. He's saying he's not going to be PK chaos. He's saying that he wants to play a more relaxed game and not overplay the hand that he's being dealt. But I am worried for him uh coming into this season F- and but I'm am I'm more worried for him or some of the other guys like I'm worried about a lot of the guys that are in that yeah, specific yeah, yeah. tribe you know team what team I mean team, yeah yeah so it's 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 a it's a tough one it's like do I go for PK because he's got an alliance and that could drive him like could Tony keep him in control take but him PK. and Tony are, yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> very I'm very I know you want me to take PK because you want you want to have someone else that's the left on the board yeah <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go for someone here that I should not be picking here. No, I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. Do it! Do it, do it, do it, do it, Chris. I know
1: you want to. Do it. No, it's okay. Too too, too big
0: of a target. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for Dante. I'm gonna go for the more predictable one. I'm gonna go for the more predictable one of the two that I want to go for there. Um this is live. Uh, the reason is that I, I really, I really enjoyed Dante's first season. Yeah. Um, I think that Dante was one of the few people that wanted to go against the majority of Rob yeah. Um, He got a, a definitely confrontational. He got him fights. I don't know if we'll see that side of him again. He's also similar to Teresa. He's an introvert. Doesn't want to be bothered by people. So that's not great in the social game. But can yeah. he win immunities? Can he win individual immunities? Yes. Can he be um, someone that plays a very exciting game? He's been friends with Jark Berger for a long time now. They've podcasted about the show, you know. So yeah. I'm sure Jark would have given him some advice coming into this through Merrill. He'll have connections. So I'm very high on Merrill. Why will I not go for her lieutenant and and Shield and Dante? Because if Merrill goes far, Dante could go far. And I feel like the other Aquaman is too big of a risk to take at this spot. I just feel like he's got too big of a target. I want to take him. I really want to take him because he was my number one guy pick last season. But I feel like if I do, I'm setting myself up for failure here because the guy is coming in with Tony Vlako's game-changers level target on his head. And that just, to me, is just too risky at this point. I have a feeling. Zoe, you go.
1: I have a feeling he's going to be sitting there for a while and everybody's going to be thinking, who's going to end up with him? Because I think we all want him, but we all don't want to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: all right. Right. Well, Richard, what do you think of this pick of Dante?
2: I mean... I, I like Dante um, and it was actually funny because what he was saying was actually true, but, you know, in terms of, you know, going against Nicole and and, and Rob, but no one was seeing it. And I think a lot of it was due to his due to his approach. The
1: delivery. Yes.
2: Yeah. And I feel like what happens in the pre merge also determines how people uh, sort of like value your word. So I think that got him against him, but he had a good read in the game. If only things had turned out better, you know, Things sort of went his way, but yeah, I'm pretty happy with the Dante pick. I like him. You know, he's a character. You know, one of the things he said was, when asked if you could pick another person to go on a, on the reward challenge, like, I'm sure you like not pick anyone, and I'm like, that's my dude. Like,
0: Dante for me, Dante for me is why I think that Survivor South Africa's got the best casting department of all the franchises because he is a character that you don't expect to see on reality TV. His personality—you'll never see him—and and that just shows you the diversity. Not just—they're um, not just choosing people that all think and act exactly the same. Yeah. These are like people that are very individual, and he's got his own mindset. And I love that about casting. So Beautiful. you know, if Leroux or the casting department ever listens to this, well done and Dante the first time around, and bringing him back. You guys have by far, in my opinion, and I'm biased in the South African, have got the best casting choices when it comes to Survivor. So I think that he could get me a lot of confessional points. I, like, I feel good about him. I've got a feeling he's going to be looking for idols this time around because he yeah. was the Aquaman, and then Chapp- Chappies <laughs> came back a season later and became the new Aquaman. So, I mean, he's going to be like, I've got to get one up on Chappies and become a bigger oh, player. I sure. feel like I feel like he's got that competitiveness in him, so I want to see that this season. But uh, yeah. any, any final thoughts on him, or should I move on to my next female pick here?
1: Final thoughts on him. I feel like I wanted to pick him, but in my back of my head, I'm like, I can't. Because he's like a... He's a Zulu man. He's a typical South African person. He would tell you what he thinks and feels about you with zero consideration of your feelings. And if they are hurt too bad, go call your mother and cry about it. And I'm like, that's too much for this type of people in this season. And I love him, but I hope that he has worked on his approach and take people's feelings into consideration. And I'm worried for you because you have Marilyn and Phyllis is still in there. And those two together... Uh, ah, yeah, I see chaos. I see, <laughs> I see fights. I, 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 I see madness, and I'm looking forward to it. I love it. So, great choice on Dante for entertainment side of things.
0: Yeah. So, so this next choice for me is going to be one that is going to be an entertainment choice as well. Could blow up in my face, but I think she's coming in with allies this season. And this specific tribe is going to be pointy. Uh, I'm taking her off the board. I think that she's going to be working with Teresa. I think she's going to be working with yeah. Dino. She said she learned from last season. She was too abrasive. If she gets to a spot where she gets swapped into a tribe with Chappies, she's got another number there. Uh, I think physically she's going to be a beast. Like we didn't see her bring that spirit of wanting to go physically against yeah. the opposing tribe too much in this season. But from having a chat with Pinty, she's a she's she's kind of like almost like a steffi in her personality she's very straightforward she'll tell it to you how it is she doesn't want to you know sugarcoat things i really like that personality i i i I appreciate honesty so again could be there to give me a lot of confessionals could be in a lot of confrontations early on but i actually (laughs) believe of all the people that are saying that they're changing the game coming into the season i believe pinty the most I think she is going to be calmer this season. I actually think she's going to be able to play more of an undercover strategic game. She showed she could get Alliance members in her season early on. The problem is that she had too many Alliance members and she was telling too many people, too many things. She got caught out (laughs) telling Tyson about Chappies' advantages and things like that. So she got got caught red-handed. And I think if she can rain that part of her game in slightly this season, I feel like she could be an undercover good pick for this season. Um, and I'm a little bit biased. I had an interview with her. Um, I know how much it affected her going home early uh, when she left last season. So I really want her in my heart to do well this season. Richard, yeah. what do you think of this pick? Oh, yeah, it's, it's an absolutely um,
2: awesome, awesome pick, Um especially considering that. Um, I think her and... Um, Toriso are from h and Port Elizabeth, uh, something like that. Um, so they have that going for them. And I think Felix as well is around the same area. So I think those those people could maybe form an alliance based on like where they come from. And I see her um, going uh, post a swap, maybe merge if she's lucky, um, especially if she works on like her personality. I do see her going quite far in the game. <clears throat>
0: Physically, she looks in good shape compared to last season. I, f- I feel oh, like yeah, she's, yeah, she's worked. She's worked for this. Zoe, yeah. uh, you, you don't look too too high on this one. Tell me. Tell me.
1: Nah, um, This is where I was like, remember, to filter that I'm alive. And I don't know these people. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, I don't like her personality. I like her physical body. And I think she will bring the game and try to have the tribe win. But... Character-wise, I'm not a huge fan, so I'm glad you took her.
0: Uh, are you? Are <laughs> you're probably are thinking about her telling. You're probably thinking about telling her uh, Carla and Camp. You know, ordering her around and things like that, which is definitely <laughs> very <laughs> abrasive. I don't think Pointy is making those same mistakes. I might be yeah. crazy for picking her this high. I might be crazy. I'm very much yeah. going numbers. And I'm thinking like who's got the numbers? But then we could be two episodes and then they can swap the tribes and none of that matter and she's on her own. So that would really kill me in this pick. But yeah, you know, it's done now. Zoe, tell me who that I miss out on.
1: You missed that on my <laughs> shona.
0: I was I nearly I nearly went for Shona. I very nearly went to. China.
1: I would have killed you. I would have flew to New Zealand and <laughs> I don't know because you cannot take more from me. Okay, leave Shona for me. I love Shona. Oh my God, she. Let <sighs> okay, <we> get my <laughs> together? <laughs> I'm okay. so excited I have her. I really love Shona. I really think she's strategic. The problem the first time was like it was, pu- I was purely executed and it wasn't hard doing. It was just the game moving the way that it happened. If she was able to steal that idol, vote out David, nobody would have known. And people think that she's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she plays that very well. So I loved her. She gave me entertainment and it would have been a good move if she was able to, thank you, if she was able to um, execute it. So this time around, I know she can strategize. Can she execute it? I hope she does. And she will give me entertainment and she is older, matured, wiser now. So I think she have a better balance of being, I'm here to have fun, but I'm still here to play. I'm not the weakest person. Don't ever choose me as a weakest person ever again. So I think she has a mission and whatever that mission is, I've got her back.
0: Let's go, Shauna. Yeah, it's, it's a good pick. I, I very nearly did pick her. Um <laughs> And the reason I didn't go that way was just based on the Lions numbers and how I see that tribe shaking up early on. But I also think that she definitely could play a big game. And Jodie is correct here. What a missed opportunity not having David back this season. Who would be her David this season is what I'm sort of wondering. <laughs> uh, Richard, what do you think of Shauna?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I loved her in the first season. She's quite an, uh, an, an amazing character. She's, I mean, TV gold. And um, he is. hearing from her and some of the um, uh, pre- pre-season stuff, I think she's going to be an interesting person because now she's a business owner. I think she said she owns like a lingerie um, shop or something like that. So, um, and you know, I think it's been like nine, 11 years since she last played now she's like, uh, 33. So I think there's much growth in her and I really want to see her do well. I don't see her going home early, especially because of how funny likable she is. I do see her going quite far in the game.
0: All right. Um, we're going to go into the next one here for female picks. Who do you have coming in next? And you know what? Normally this time of the game, I yeah. feel like when you do the fantasy drafts, you run out of steam and you're like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter now anymore because none of these people can legitimately still win the game. I don't actually feel like that on this potential. draft. Like I feel like no! there's good pick's pick still on the board all the way to the end. There's still a lot of potential. So each pick still matters. Who are you going to pick next year, Richard? I think I'm going to
2: go with Kilani. Okay,
0: Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah good. I, I think mean, it's I think it's a good next pick. Yeah, tell us why.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I think obviously in terms of what happened um, the last time, apparently, um, race was a bit involved in her um, going home, um, and she's quite a physical person since she's I think like a karate um, black belt, and her and her husband were quite um, uh, physical physical athletes. Um, in, in that sense, so I do think that um, her, her physical game is going to be her strongest asset, and last time she didn't really do too bad socially, so I do think that she can hone that skill um, I don't see her being much of a strategist um, but yeah, I think from the people in her tribe, she's one of them, probably the strongest female um, next to next next to Pinty so I really do see yeah. her, I'd love to see her uh, make it far um, I mean, it would be awesome to see
0: yeah, Did you listen to her interview that she did pre-season? Because that's the only interview that I listened to so far yes, yes, for the yeah. preseason. I didn't get the opportunity to listen to the rest of them before this draft. Um, and yeah. I think it's probably best I didn't because I might pick people differently based on what they said oh, in the yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah. But her interview was um, one that really, really showed me how strong she is as a person, right? Because yeah. she talked about losing her, her i think it was a mom or was it a dad? Mom, her yeah, mom. mom and then you know getting COVID and then losing her partner as well That's because it. of getting COVID. so so she's coming in and have just lost two very close people to her in her life in yeah. the last six months um she was voted out there were talks back then of um race being a big issue and why one yeah. of the the males targeted her that season so she didn't get a fair chance to play the game um mark fish who was the champion um, yeah. Constantly underestimated her. Didn't give her opportunity to show her strength that season. So, I if there's one like I want to shout for all of these people. I sound like a broken record. I honestly do. And I'm not just saying that because I know a lot of these players. But I really feel like she's got a big story to tell. She's going to struggle to keep that to herself, though. Like she said, she's not going to tell people. But when you're out there for as long as you are and you're on your own, if she makes it deep into the game, I think she's going to crack at some point because you're only there with your own thoughts. And you don't have like a cell phone or things to distract you. So you're only going to be sitting there thinking about – these bad things that's happened in your life for the last six months. So I feel like at some point she's going to crack and tell people, um, but very solid pick physically. She's good. She's got a black belt in martial arts, you know, yeah. she, she definitely as one of the older women is in shape and looks after herself. So um, I think it's a solid pick. I think I'm very happy with the pick that you made there. Uh, yeah. Zoe, any final thoughts on Killini?
1: She was my backup pick. If somebody picked Sh- um Shana. Because I love everything she's about and I do feel like she wears a game too early and I wanted to see way more from her. So, yeah, I am kind of a big fan. I agree with this comment and I was not a fan of um Mark Fish on that season simply because of how um, dirty he did her. I, I didn't like it. But yeah. yeah, she's back. She's got a second chance and I cannot wait to see what she brings. I will be rooting for her even though she's not on my chart, because I want her to do well.
0: Yeah. Alexia says that the thing I'm most excited about this season is to see how the players learn from their previous experiences and adapting the game differently this time. And I feel like Kill- Killani, mm-hmm. um is, is that how you pronounce it? Is it Killani or Killani? Yeah,
2: Kilani. Kilani. Killani,
0: Killani. Killani. Killani yeah. I feel like she, she wouldn't have had Like, what do you learn from how she went out? Like, I mean, it was so out of her control. Like, I feel like, you know, there's not much. So in some ways, that's actually a disadvantage coming into this game because she didn't actually do something horribly (laughs) wrong to learn from. So um, I think this season will be uh, hopefully a redemption arc for her. So I'm more than happy to see it play out. We're going to come back to you now. We're getting into the male picks here. Who are you going to pick for your male pick next? There's a couple of big hitters. still available there on the board which one of these big hitters is your next pick
2: uh, it's going to be really tough but I think maybe jeez <laughs> oh, I, I really don't know it's going to be really tough I know
0: <laughs> i know go talk ahead us pick through, him. talk us through your decision like I'm, i know no, you want there's to there's no secrets at this point different people here have got different pros and cons and you know it doesn't matter who you pick because after yeah. that you can't pick another guy so you might as well or, or will there be another guy up for grabs exactly so, go. go ahead bubble
1: pick, bubble. pick
2: um up. so i think the the the, 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 the it's, it's actually three people i'm thinking between because i mean we have Chappies who's obviously a physical uh person is going to be a huge contributor in the pre merge stage of the game and if
0: he does make merge i mean that's dangerous that's the, if you make yeah. merge, like you know he could be a point getter because he could win all like i mean there's i think there's more physical people that can compete with him this season um yeah. than in his original season but still i mean the guy's got a proven track record
2: yeah and the other person i was thinking of is is his pk especially because of how well connected he he sort of is um, go, with, for with, it. With, with, go for with, it, with 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 Tony, and I feel like if anyone could get in trouble because of the connections, it's Tony. But I think PK will, you know, sort of like get those networks without necessarily the consequences. So it's a pretty tough one. But I think to get those potential uh, physical challenge points and those confessionals, because uh, Chappie's got a lot of confessionals in his season, I'm gonna have to go for. Chappies, which
1: is oh, good game,
0: but, um, this is a good spot to pick him up on because if you didn't pick yeah. him up here, I think both me and Zoe would have done it. So, this is a very good Come spot on. to pick him up. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. You can't, you like, I know Chappies, like, we're very low on his chances to win this season because he's got yeah. such a massive target. You know, he's the um, equal record holder for most immunity wins, but he has got, I think, the record for most consecutive in South Africa. Yes and all then because he's got good. five consecutive and also yeah. i believe with reward challenges he's either on seven or eight which would put him in uh on par with terry deets for most individual um. wins across all seasons right so um he's an absolute beast and you know the guy is going to come in here like you said early season do you really want to vote chappies out when he can get you to the merge i feel like you're playing this thin line between when do you take him out and you want to take him out yeah. just before yeah. the merge. Before but if you merge. miss that opportunity and he somehow gets to the merge and somehow yeah. Dino is still there, Tereso is still there, Pinty is still there, he's got a few people he could potentially work with. But overall, I I, I do really, like, I mean, for, for Chappies to make it to the merge, in my mind, would make him an absolute phenomenal player in this game because he's got no right to get there. These players all are very aware of the threat that he brings to the season. So every vote that he survives, hats off to him, hats off. And I also think it. he's the one player that can play this season, even go out first. His legacy is still not tarnished. He can in come time. back and play another season, All Stars, and everybody loves him. He's like, he is like the golden boy for Survivors of Africa mm-hmm. when it comes to players at the moment. Him and Rob Bentele, um, as well, out yeah. there, those are like big, big, big hitters, you know. So if you want to see an international season, then I'm going to plug it right here. Um, myself and Shannon who obviously is doing a lot of content for this season as well. Uh, She's a consultant to the South African production team. We're going to be recording very soon, a special episode where we talk about international crossover and who potentially could play in it. And I'm very much looking forward to that conversation with Shannon, because she's a great mind of this game. and well respected. Uh, And I, I mean, if both of us don't have chappies on there, I'd be shocked as a player that we want to see, but yeah. Um, Good pick. Who's next for you, Zoe? On your drive.
1: I still got my man, my little joker. <laughs> I still got my joker. So Philip, let's go. <laughs> uh, little I got maker. a mini version of Chappies. Okay, I can't get okay. chappies. I'll go for your mini version of Chappies. Find them candy and eat it behind everybody's back. I can see Philip and Chappies whining and dining at night behind everybody's back. <laughs>
0: mischief yeah,
1: he's, he's, he's the Loki
0: you. If, you, if you follow Marvel he's like the Loki in this equation you know the prince of mischief 100%. Yes. Yes.
1: and you know how much I love mischiefs and chaos and if I cannot get chappies I will go for his brother let's go Philip I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do whose friends he's going to make uh, he is young he is in shape so hopefully they will let him stay in a game a little bit longer just to help the tribe win and he is mischievous And I like that. So bring me the chaos and play the game hard.
0: If you didn't pick him, I would have picked him. So good, good, good pick at this point. Alex loves that pick as well. Um, Yeah. I mean, what's there to say about Philip? I mean, the problem with him in the first season was that he overplayed his hand badly. But if he can come back this season, he's a little bit older, um, keep it under control a little bit more, then hopefully he'll be okay. The one thing I do fear for him is if I'm looking at the guys in that tribe, he probably physically is the weakest. So yeah. if they lose uh, early on and someone's name needs to go up potentially to get eliminated, I feel like his name sadly is going to be up for discussion. So I'm a little bit worried then. I don't know how much he stayed in connection with other people that play the game and if he's got any relationships or friendships coming into this game. Richard, do you know anything um, as the person who's a little bit more connected than both me and Zoe in the fandom, do you know Philip is someone that stayed connected? Is he coming in with some connections we're not aware of?
2: Um, as far as I know, um he hasn't been really uh been in contact uh. with a lot of people. I haven't checked um his his Twitter. He's not someone that's uh quite quite active on 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 his page as well. Um but look, I think you know, uh, you know, he may be the weakest male on his tribe, but you know, um I think his social game is really going to help him survive through a lot of it. I mean, he's quite a funny guy. I mean, <laughs> he, I, I think that will give him a, a lot of points. And I mean, like you said, he might not look um in in shape, but I do see people keeping him because of his likability. And I feel like likability, especially in, in the starting point of the game where um people don't really know much about each other in the game, uh, he might he might be able to um make it to a swap or you know um potentially merge.
0: Yeah. I'm a little bit worried here for this next pick because I can go any of the three yeah. picks right now. Um, yep. And then you guys get the last two picks that are left on the table. I'm a little bit worried here because I've got a lot of alliances in my, in my thing. I really badly want to pick PK. I don't want to leave him out there. He's got a lot of alliances in the game. Yeah. So he's kind of who I'm leaning towards here. I feel like he's a steal this late in the game, could give me yeah. a lot of confessionals, could do some crazy things, could find advantages, could find an idol, you know? So he's someone that, yeah, could win, could win because of his <laughs> connections. And physically he's, he's very capable. So sure. Felix is a big risk. Felix is someone that I think will do well in that tribe because he is physically dominant, but how does how does Felix do if he goes into a tribe swap? Because he's shown he's not adaptable. That's why I'm a little bit worried for him. And then Tanya is one of the biggest characters that we've had on Survivor. Even though she went early in her season, <laughs> yeah. she's going to get confessionals, she's going to go do some crazy stuff out there, and she's going to be fun to watch. So um, I also have spoken to both PK and Tanya. So I'm more leaning towards both of them because both of them have become friends of the podcast as well. But I'm probably going to go, I'm probably going to go with PK. I feel like I can't leave him on the table for longer than that. And I know that he's a steal. I think he's the steal of this draft for me coming to me this late. And I, I was, you Know, I was relieved when you didn't pick him. Um, but then again, if you didn't pick him, I probably would have had Chappies or Philip in that case. So he's, he's being picked where he should have been picked at this point. Um, I think because it could go either way with him. All right, thoughts, uh, Zoe PK, yay or nay? For you, it's a yay, for me, it's a nay. So you do you, boo boo. Have fun with PK. <laughs> you know, he's like- very yes. strategic. I-,
1: I thought
0: he's you liked very chaos.
1: strategic. Yeah, but the thing I don't like about his type of chaos is that it comes, it's never, the idea is never great for me, in my opinion. I just don't think that his ideas are like the best. And he really did turn me off when you voted out Tevin. And it's going to be hard for him to make me like him again. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And my feelings are hurt. And I'm pro Tevin, so I can't wait for him
0: at all. Sorry. Hey, listen, uh, I, I fully I appreciate it. PK appreciates it. You know, he, funny enough, his partner that he's with, <laughs> you know, the way that <laughs> they the met, I believe back then was like, she told him about how upset she was that he voted Tevin out. So again, I fully appreciate it. I think he appreciates it. but He knows. good. I am afraid of him making a move just for the sake of making a move. That's the fear here. But you That's know, exactly. will he give me entertainment? You know, I think he'll give me entertainment. So I'm going to choose him for that. I need some confessional points. I need some entertainment. And he has got connections. So I feel like I've got a very connected tribe. But if those connections go down, everybody goes down with the connections as well. So yeah. uh, Richard, thoughts on PK? I know you were considering him when you chose Chappies.
2: Yeah, I mean... I'm I, I mean um from the preseason talk, I mean I, I I think he's someone that said he's sort of like changed. Um he nah. won't be as chaotic as I also think look, I think um if he wants to cause chaos he's gonna need people to cause chaos with and how he caused chaos the last time was because I think there was only three people, <laughs> four people left. Um, in, in, in his tribe, so he had it was more easier to sort of like go the, the, the chaotic route rather than the safe route. But if he can't cause chaos alone, unfortunately, so I think he's gonna have to be more chilled and we'll see how he does.
0: Yeah, so we've got uh Zudeman here asking in the live, How will these last two work? So you may have missed the beginning of the stream, but how it works is that I got the sabotage, and because I got the sabotage, I got to go first, but it would mean that I would have one less player throughout the season, I could choose. Who goes first? I could choose if it was male or female. So I had all the power in the beginning. But overall, I am going to be playing this season with a handicap. Zoe, you're making the second last pick here for the season. Uh, is it going to be Felix or is it going to be Chaos, Tanya, the big character? Which way are you going on this move? Tell us.
1: I'm going to do my goal the best. And I will bring you to the land of the cycles and the chaos. Come on. Agents of
0: chaos.
1: It yes. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Agents I love of it. chaos. She's going to be entertaining. She's going to make me laugh. She's going to be chaotic. She better be. And I don't think people will come after her early on. They might want to keep her on the side for numbers or anything. Craziness. She is a shield for a lot of things. If you want somebody that people may dislike, keep her around. If you want somebody that you may have an easy win against, keep her around. So for that, I think she might just stay a little bit longer and
0: she will give me points on confessions, hopefully. I think so. And I also think she's capable of finding idols. Like she's from that will scramble. She's not going to... Tanya is not the kind of person, if she's outside of the numbers or she sees the axe coming, she's not going to sit still. I can tell you that. she's going to go down making a noise. So um, I love exactly. Tanya the first time she played. She was yeah. the um, the Debbie w- Wanner, or, or however you yeah. pronounce that, of Survivor really? South Africa. Get, yeah. yeah and, and like I always thought, she was made for an all star season to come back. Just based character wise, she's a legendary character of Survivor oh, South sure. Africa. So you have to have her on the season. Um, I think she could give you a lot of points very early on, but similar to PK maybe even a bigger risk in my mind than PK. That's why I chose PK ahead of her. Is She could also burn out very fast. Like if she lands on the wrong side of people, Um, funny enough, the two people who've got uh, a bit of a beef with each other is the last two people that are being picked here, but how will Felix and her uh, be on the same tribe? I think that is the, the question of the season going into the season, but tell us a little bit about, I guess, Tanya and going to Felix after that, Richard.
2: Yeah. I mean, uh I think, Tanya I mean let's be honest I think when Tanya got voted out um there was uh four people left in that tribe so I think it was she was she was voted out only because of you know um they didn't have much of a choice it was only their yeah. thing so potentially if maybe her tribe won she could have made it to um a swap or a merge I believe so there is potential of a of a amazing player in her and then we have Felix um, obviously, Tanya had lost with Felix, um, and Felix's downfall was basically motivated by um, him sort of like um, messing up with the team synergy and sort of being like, oh, you know, you're not doing the puzzle while complaining. So I think, um, I think I'm not sure if Chris had said this before, but I think um, a lot of what happened in his first season was motivated was motivated by the fact that he wasn't really at the island. He was focusing on you know his kids, family, and how they're doing. So that really messed up with his, you know, what was going on through his head, and the fact that they asked him to come back, I think they really know that, you know, he has really good potential in him, and if what maybe hindered him the first time is won't hinder him this time, he could make a good player. Imagine Felix winning this season or making the that would final. be amazing. That would be a big shock.
0: That would be amazing because he's the last pick, and you know what? Last season Tyson was Riley's last pick, and for the yeah. longest period of time we thought Tyson was going to win the season because he had such a big edit pre-merge. All of us were like, wow, Tyson is like the undercover winner for the season, and he he almost went all the way and won that season. Santoni was, I think, my last pick, and she ended up being like one of the two biggest players of the game, you know what I mean? So we don't know anything. That's what makes this, for me, when we do these um, fantasy drafts and things like that, it's the most exciting part of the season because we haven't seen anything play out yet and we could be so wrong as to how things are going to play out when they actually take place and i live for that i live for a last pick player winning it um and you know i'm happy overall with my tribe you know i had one less person um i, I feel like there's some good picks there felix has got a very good relationship with both Merrill and dante as well yeah they were an alliance um, I believe Merrill Dun- uh, and, and Felix knew each other from outside of the game. They've got mm-hmm. mutual friends. So I'm very sure that they stayed very close. So if there's yeah. a point where they meet up, Felix could be your pick of the season, getting in or the person who fell to you because it's not technically a pick, but you know, you'd still win if he does win the season. So I'm yeah. excited. So for those that are dropping in quite late to this stream, once again, I will just explain what the point system is for people. Confessionals give you a point. Team immunity wins gets you three points. Individual immunities gives you five. Making the merge gives you five. Successful advantage players gives you two. Votes against you gives you minus zero five. Final three gets you 10. A win gives you 50 points. And then extra points for the season. Most confessional, everybody everybody that gets these awards at the end of the season gets a plus 25. As most confessionals, most individual immunity wins most advantages found and least votes casted against you. So anything can happen because you could have someone be the player of the season, like Santini, I would say, I would argue she was one of the players if not the player of last season. She ended up going before the end, but she could have still gotten me some great bonus points that season. You know, I actually had both Chappies and Santini that season. I wish we did the draft again and I had both of them (laughs) for that season, but guys, this was so much fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's our very first podcast together for Survivor South Africa. How are you feeling? Zoe? are you happy with your team?
1: I am. I'm actually relieved. I'm like, ah, oh, thank God. I've got most of the people I wanted, except for Marianne. I feel like she's the only person I missed out on. But everybody else, definitely who I wanted. So I'm super, super excited. Yay!
0: Richard, final thoughts on your team? My
2: team is quite an interesting um, group is. of people because they, they're they not like the – like. Um, under the same archetype of, of, of players, but maybe that's a good thing because at least I have maybe um, options options all around. But I do see Chris's team being quite strong. I mean, you have Meryl, who I think could win the season. Um, yeah. You know, who's uh, the most likely uh, male to win the season as well. Then, I mean, come on, Marianne. I mean, she's, she's probably going to do well. So um, Zoe has got a pretty decent team. So maybe I'll put my team at third, Zoe at second. And Chris is at first. We'll see. I hope someone from my tribe wins. I don't know. We'll see. Well,
0: yeah. extra pressure coming into this thing, knowing that I've got one less player that can get me points. So um, I feel very strong about the team as a whole. I think yeah. coming into this, if you said to me, I was going to get both Merrill and Dino, I would have thought that's not sure. going to happen. Someone someone will get one of those two before I get to pick them. But, you know, I'm happy with that. And then I've got a couple of uh, people in there that could be risky, But with risk comes great reward sometimes and a lot of points. So uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited to see this season play out. Uh, For those that are here in the live that have been with us, Alex, thank you so much. Uh, Alex is saying great insight here on the live we are going to be doing this weekly we're going to be recapping the season uh i will announce on my community tab pretty soon because i actually should have spoken to both zoe and richard when exactly the time would be that we're going to be doing lives before we went live but we were so excited to get into it that we didn't talk about it our plan is to make it um something that is very accessible to the usa and also the south african audience i want to try and cater to as much of that and then if you're in australia um new zealand might still be okay as well but if you're in australia you might it might be a Likely too early for you to get up to watch a podcast, and I fully appreciate that. Um, you can obviously, obviously listen to the recording at a later stage. We'll also be available on all major platforms. So the Nullify Take is on Spotify, it's on Google Podcasts, it's on uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you normally get your podcasts from. So if you're listening to the audio version and you stumbled across this, come and check out the Nullified Take channel here on YouTube. Uh, That's Nullified, spelled N-U-L-L-I-F-I-E-D, take, um, and come and subscribe because we appreciate it. Even if you're listening to the audio version, we are on the way to 1,000 subscribers. We're nearly at 800. It's been one hell of a journey. Also, please show some love to my fellow co-host and also YouTube content creator Zoe from The Hangout Room um, and go and support her. She does do reality TV content for South Africa. She will also be doing some videos best-offs for people that have played this season. So if you don't have enough time to watch each player... Go and Check her best of videos out. She's already got Shauna on there. Who else do you have currently on your channel, Zoe?
1: Um, with this Shauna, Kilani, and Philip, and I'm just editing Marion, um, and Shane. Shane,
0: yeah. Go. Go check yeah. that out. Go check it out, please, guys. As always, thank you so much for showing us love in the live here tonight. And um we appreciate all the comments and likes. We will be back very shortly to talk about Survivor South Africa, Return of the Outcast. Talk to you guys later. Bye.